verbal discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Hello, welcome to the second part of the best of 2016 verbal discharge compilation special thing. Um, we're going to get straight off after 51, which was our first show after the first live show we did back in May. So listen to that as we sort of try and find a way back around that. Instantly, episode 52 was a sort of compilation one, and we didn't forget how to count when we skipped straight to 53. We just didn't put highlights of highlights in there. Anyway, here we go. Thanks to see you again. Nice to see you again. Nice one. Okay. Bye. Episode 51, interviewing an austerity sandwich. Hello, I'm Jeremy Hunt. Last week, I was listening to this podcast called, um, what's it called, Verbal Discharge. Yeah. And they were introduced by uh, that bloke from Most Haunted, um, <gasps> Derek Akora. Oh, yeah, they had, they had Derek Akora going In read the flesh. Thing. Yeah, and then they made a joke later on about how Jeremy Hunt didn't introduce them, but they asked him to. Um, by coincidence, Jeremy Hunt introduced them this week. That's when I was that's listening to it in the future. A, a very coincidental. That is. That's a complete coincidence. Yeah. I Jordan, enjoyed... your mom is great. I enjoyed meeting oh, no, at the is. live show, yeah. I mean, I mean, so, so, is, my, so is my stepdad. You can't, you yeah, can't no, leave him out of the equation. Yeah. They're all, he's, they're he's all, good, yeah. They're all great. But your mum, your mum's great. Um, she did, actually. Why is she more funnier than me? Um, I don't know. It's I suppose she's had more she is, experience. She is very funny. She's mm. got more experience, I should imagine. Just by being older. Yeah. There was a... She did, though, describe you as looking gay, which yeah. is the highlight of the evening for me. <laughs> so going through saying, James looks lovely. Robbie looks lovely, <laughs> which is a lie. Ben looks lovely, also a lie. Uh, James, also, you were, you were a lie as well, but I just didn't say it at the time. Wait, <laughs> um, me looking lovely was a lie? No, you're, you're just a lie. a lie. I'm just, it's all a lie. Yeah, I'm really good at a northern accent. I just and... <laughs> pretend to be bad at pretending to be James, even though I'm James the entire time. But you ran through, yeah, James, Jordan, Ben, no, what? Whoever the other, which one am I? Ben I is the my other, own name. Robbie. No, ben, Ben, James, Robbie. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, it all look great. Jordan, my son, looks gay. <laughs> it's because I was wearing a flowery shirt. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's quite a nice flowery. It's shirt. a nice flowery shirt. I don't care what you say. I'm and it was a, what your mum said. So uh, another exciting thing we can tell you: um, we're all actually incredibly right wing politically. Yeah. Uh, the whole left wing thing, the whole uh, bashing our liberal agender—it's all an act. <laughs> it's, it's all we're all. We're, you laugh, Jordan, but because he knows it's true. You know what? It's why I cried. When they said that not all schools are going to be academies, <laughs> I, I wept. I wept. In fact, oh, I you just know, oh. Jeremy Hunt actually came on the show there because he's a family friend. You know what? I'm Open actually, your eyes, sheeple. I'm I'm really really rich, and I know Jeremy Hunt. I know all of the Tories. Um, in fact, my last Christmas party last year was actually just like a Super Smash Bros for Tory politicians. <laughs> like they all just gathered together and had a big had a fight. fight. Yeah, <laughs> I'd get them in four at a time, and they'd all jump on platforms, jump on top of the house, Jeremy Hunt. tear it apart. Instead of, but instead of using um, no like, items, instead of using shells and like punching bags and and like those light sword things and Smash Bros, they just use taxpayers' money. <laughs> <laughs> no items, Cameron only. Number ten Downing Street. Every battle is on coin mode. <laughs> Buy some pomegranate. <laughs> Um, I am the farting corpse. The... In fact, that that's going to be on my on my certificate <laughs> when I graduate. Um, but yeah, so so in this uh, job interview, the first thing they had us do was like we had to uh, sort of split uh, split up an A4 sheet of paper into four sections and sort of drew, do a coat of arms by drawing four things that were really important to us. Oh. And I was thinking, like, what can I draw? Like, what, what are four things that's really important to me? And I was like, I don't know. I've got some fucking cats. Like those, those, <laughs> those will do. Did you and draw then... four different cats? 
No, because uh, as I was going down and I sat down at the table, they said, oh, d- please no one draw any cats because we had so many of those yesterday. Oh. And, I, and everyone laughed and I was like, ha, 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 shit. <laughs> um, and then I had to sort of frantically think of um, four different things that I could present or was passionate about. And the problem was, I spent so much time drawing the first one mm-hmm. that by the time I'd finished my first one, everyone else had done all four. And they said, all right, is everyone finished? And I thought, shit, I'm making a bad impression. <laughs> so um, I had one incredibly well-drawn map of Europe <laughs> and and then, like, three stick figure. Um, like, so, oh, it, it, was, it was appalling. Is, this, is the European Union something you feel very strongly about? No, I just I went travelling in it and I thought, oh, that's a story I can tell, isn't it? <laughs> that was, was pretty good. Um, <laughs> that bit on. Oh, here we go. Who are you kidding? You're George Osborne, baby, and you'll be blasting Ching up your tutor until the day you die. <laughs> this is Sir Peter Osborne, 17th Baronet, father of George Osborne MP, and owner of Osborne and Little Premium Wallpaper Services. I can't take the call right now, so please leave a message after the beep. Also, I haven't paid any corporation tax <laughs> since 2008. Cheerio! Thank, thank, thanks for listening. Jeremy Hunt, final word of the show. SpongeBob Episode 53 Milking Dust from a Fox's Penis. You're not like kind of just pick him up and move him. No. As you do with, with the elderly, yeah. the relics of the Generally, past. Generally, I just, just yeah, move them grab them and path. toss them to one side violently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's so you were in Sainsbury's? Yeah, I was in Sainsbury's. Violently and... tossing old people. <laughs> <laughs> one word away from yeah, something else. Yeah, I was, uh, so I was tossing uh, this old person off and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I was I was in Saint and <laughs> violently tossing off <laughs> yeah. old people. So I just left the bread aisle, and uh, yeah, I was I was walking towards um, the the medication as I was tossing off an old person. Um, I looked Whilst over, behind another old person. I was I looked over to the vodka longingly as I was doing so. Uh, if only if only I was drunk, it would get me through. Milking the dust out of the shriveled old penis. <laughs> <laughs> milking the dust out of the shriveled <laughs> old penis. Yeah, I don't know what that was the bit of the sentence I took objection to. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that can be arranged. This could be our first piece of merchandising. <laughs> we should have quotes from us on t-shirts. Yeah. Like, like, sort of on, on the front, milking the dust out of a shriveled old penis, and then on the back, <laughs> verbal discharge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like that can be our our or we can do this at the start at the top of the head we can't do this technically because whatever, but like at the top of the website where you can have quotes that change every time. Yeah. Such as milking the dust out of shriveled old, old penis. penis. So you're in Sainsbury's, <laughs> yes. milking the dust out of a shriveled old penis. And looking longingly at the vodka. Yeah, um milking the dust out of a shriveled old penis. <laughs> <laughs> If that isn't the title of this week's episode, yeah. oh no, I don't want to do the podcast off for that. <laughs> How gonna, oh, I'll find a way. I'll find a PG twelve kind of yeah. way of doing that. Can you imagine a plague what, of Donald what it would feel like to ejaculate a thousand Donald Trump heads. <laughs> Not particularly. What? I can't. I can't say I've been ever like been mid session and said, "I wonder what would happen now if I ejaculated like, an immaculate Donald <laughs> every Trump." Every time, head. every time I'm I'm in the vinegar strokes. It's, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was in Sainsbury's and he and said and he you're said, right Jeff would you like to come back to my swimming pool yeah 
Yeah, I've, got, I've got a dog. Do you want to come pet it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come to the wood and pet a non-existent pony? Um, so yeah, uh, play with the ball. I've just got from the, the shop. Um, I've got two of them. It's from a different aisle. Nice, no, nice. That's a testicles joke. That's right next to my. No, penis. no, no, no. One was a rugby ball and one was a football ball. Football ball. <laughs> I think you want to check that. I don't think you want to go to the doctor. I think this is the first sign. I've got one of, rugby shaped. Yeah. Well, if anything, testicles are closer to a rugby ball than a football. They're, they're, more, they're, they're, they're more elliptical. They're, yeah, they're not quite spherical like everyone yeah. seems to imagine they would be. They're, they're not balls. If anything, they're and more like I don't know. They're the like sort of like oblong, like oblong little little. Sacks connected by like a meaty tendril on one end. A meaty tendril. Yeah. Ooh. Are they? Yeah. See, I yeah, definitely haven't been paying are. enough attention to my testicles. You gotta check them. Because yeah, like, 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 like getting hit in the balls hurts a lot. But yeah. like, have you ever, have you ever wounded the tendril to mm. one of your? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Wound the tendril. <laughs> that's 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 a bad name. That, no, that is a metal album name. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some lyrics like like if, if we had some sort of cannibal corpse vocals. Like, Wound the tendril! That hurt my balls! Oh, kill, kill, kill! Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I suppose the, the longer that you've lived, the more time gather around, gathers around you, and yeah. when you gather a lot of old things together, That's they, they like, like pollen or wasps. Or dust from a penis. Mm. Mm. Is that old though? His <laughs> penis is old, but the dust, I suppose, is newly, <laughs> newly settled, newly made. It's just, just not. How long would you have to leave your? It's like it's like you know when you cook a turkey over long and it gets really dry. Mm. I mean, well, no, that, that analogy doesn't work because the turkey is not still alive. <laughs> but you get what I'm talking about, ish. Kind of. I mean, no, I don't. I don't uh, know what I'm talking about. That's, are, you that's saying, are you saying that the, the consistency of the dust you would milk from the old... Well, the dust is new, but dry, like a turkey. Or or a cracker that hasn't been... Yeah. ...add anything on it, like yeah. some cheese or even just a the, sort of bit of courtesy butter. Yeah, courtesy butter. Yeah, we, you know, when you're giving someone a cracker... Like you don't want to give them just just a dry cracker. You give them a bit of courtesy butter if you don't have any cheese to put on it. Oh no, you want some caramelised red onion chutney? What on a cracker? Yeah, that's what? courtesy you chutney. Have chutney on a cracker? You have, you have chutney on a papadon? In, what about a in, I know in the north you have like hot gravel on a cracker. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. You warm the gravel up specifically. Yeah. Spoonfuls of grit. How long? Does they that don't take? have a microwave. So they have to leave yeah. it out in the sun. Yeah. They have to scrape it off don't the tree. There's no they can sun only, in the yeah. north. <laughs> they can only eat crackers three months a year because that's the only time they're able to heat up the crackers. And, it, and it's it's not it's not like a wafer. It's just another white person. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're in Sainsbury's. I was in Sainsbury's. Wait, oh, there's not. No, there isn't. Oh, um, wait, did we reach the end? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> we reached the end. Pretty much. Yeah. So there's a community of old people that gather in Sainsbury's. Um, and but we established they... that in the first two minutes of the story <laughs> I know the story was not supposed to go on for borderline half an hour <laughs> um, I yeah I was in Sainsbury's uh, I then went into the, 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 the medicine aisle I bought like a Lemsip ripoff and I went home and on that note yeah it's time to end the show it is Jordan uh, would you like the final word of the show? McVascular. Episode 54, Euro and Juliet. Something feels different.
something feels very, very different. What's wrong, James? Not necessarily what's wrong, but... What's, what's right? Nothing's right. Nothing's Is right it not? What, what We're about full the of injustice? On the, the le- the le- what about this Conservative government? Let's, let's, not, let's, let's not start right. with this. What, yeah. what about... Oh, Robbie's Robbie's Robbie straight off the bat. What about, about Phoenix? Let's, let's let him get, out, get him out of his system. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> let him let him go. Let him let him run. Let, let him, him tire run. himself out so we can we can tuck him in bed. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm going home. You tired yourself out, Robbie? I'm, I'm going yeah. home. I'm going to go and have a nap. Then I'll come back stronger and better than ever. So to um, to uh, elaborate on what feels different. We are now, and obviously, dear listeners, you can't hear this because you can't see what we're doing. Um, we're we're not in the student radio anymore. We're, oh, we're not. Wait. We're not with Phantom Media anymore. And we're not in Robbie's room, Whoa. failing to record podcasts <laughs> yes. like happened last week. Hence we, the lack of a show. We actually yeah. recorded an and entire it a, podcast. It was a good show as well. I yeah, think. it was. It was, it was a right, really good yeah. show. And yet, and you'll never hear any of it. <laughs> no. and I made a really funny joke, and it's like one of the only really funny <laughs> yeah. jokes was, I've ever there was, made. There was, there was one joke one. on that episode. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's better than the last fifty. It's the funniest thing I've ever said in my life, and I can't remember what it is. What was it, Jordan? I don't know. I can't remember. My name is Jordan Reynolds, and I'm a I'm a, I'm a moral person, and everyone laughed. We because Jordan's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, really. We are in the the Maypole, the Maypolio, as in the disease. Yeah, the I was, I was vaccinated the, for it. So we, no, the no. Paymole, as in a rodent that all of our cash goes to. Um, are you fucking robbing as well? Yeah. I think this so. This is a I fucking think, disease. I think it's spread. I'm, I'm robbing dangerous. See, like see, polio. See, we, we made the mistake of getting all of us all the funny dialogue out of the way before we started recording. <laughs> so but that happens but, every week yeah. for anyone that doesn't actually Just find it. tire ourselves out. We're, we're adhering to the standards that we've always been. We're at the Maypole. We'll, we'll Ma- get that yeah. out of the way. Maypole, Maypole Cafe Bar and Theatre. The where we did the live show. We did, we did. And the Maypole have very kindly offered to put us up for a bit longer. And there's no audience this time and they're already regretting it it is just us it is us in a room and and in the corner is a is a cackling cackling man (laughs) stop getting says fuck (laughs) fuck you officer dibble i need some nihilist memes it's the it's the football one where i where they only have it's like you know the world cup right where they have all the teams in the world and they all go like to try and find out which one's the best at football yeah do you know that yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. do we all know james you know that i know that i find out the big big football man yeah, exactly. They find him. No, they find eleven football men each time. Oh right, but yeah. like the Messiah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like him. it's like the, that one where they've got all the teams in the world, the but they've only in a wicker man. They've only and, got the yeah. teams in Europe, um, so it's not like the world. It's just like a smaller one, so it's not like as good, but it's still okay. Okay. Um, and apparently is this going to go on to Leicester City? Uh, no, but I'm a massive. Le- I the biggest world's biggest Leicester City fan. Okay, uh, and I have been since I was born. Um, <laughs> however, yeah, there's been quite a big deal about. Are the, the Euros worth it? Should we be staying in the Euros? Should we be competing in the Euros? Uh, both England and Wales are in it this year. Um, so there's been a big debate as to whether or not we should be competing. And I was just wondering whether we can get some opinions on, some debate on this. Because, like, personally, I feel that <sighs> it now we no longer, as... as like Loud Britain in, sigh. England invented football, okay? This is, this is a fact. This is a fact. England invented football. Do you know but how we, football started? We no longer, we no longer make the laws for football. So I think personally, oh, we sake. need to we need to leave the Euros so that we can make rules for a game what we invented. Like did, I did, we invent it. Yeah, we did. Um, oh. But the offside rule was invented by Frenchmen. Um, other facts about the Euros: it costs the UK taxpayer four hundred and eighty pounds every year to complete the official Panini sticker album. <laughs> <laughs>
bite, I would bite their head off. Oh. <laughs> really? And yeah. swallow it? No, no, no. I'd, I'd like, I'd, I'd put it between my teeth. Fucking feral child. And I'd twist it. I'd twist it till his head came off and then I'd spit it on the floor. And Jesus like, Christ. Take that, General Harlow. That's what God does in real wars. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat down and thought, I really want to watch Letters to Juliet starring Amanda Seyfried and Vanessa And what Mercer. did you think of it? It's not very good. It isn't, is it? It isn't. Right, does he go, Mamma Mia, that's the spicy meatball. You son of a bitch, I was fucking wired up to say that. No, no, no. I, I, I was like, right, I'm going to say Mamma Mia, that's a spicy meatball at some point, but I don't know when. But then you, a... fucking, you fucking slide in there like a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> like a very slimy meatball. They write letters to Juliet, and the idea is that it's just this kind of figure for their sort of unrequited love, and they can use it to kind of vent their romantic frustrations. Yeah. But then in the film, if just, I just, yeah. just have a wank, um, <laughs> Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> just 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 not one out. Is that how you vent your romantic yes. frustrations? That's exactly how I vent my romantic frustrations. <laughs> oh, I'll never find someone who truly understands Might me. Might as well just have a wank. www.pornhub.com <laughs> She I understands me. I don't have to type www. Just type the P and it comes straight up. It's complete. It's on I'm, your homepage. Like Sean, you don't know me very well. <laughs> no, you always, you always start there, but like by the end, you're somewhere weird on like X hamster or spank bang, and you don't know, you're like, oh, how the fuck did I get here? I feel, I feel unsafe in X hamster. It's like I walked into a weird alleyway. <laughs> X hamster's like like the pawn that no one else would host. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, could, you could go hey, further we, than that. Hey, we have it. You want tentacle pawn? We got some tentacle this is the Italian American man hey man hey baby you want some tentacle porn we got some of that you know what I'm saying because normally like when you're on a porn site and you go in categories there's like like maybe a dozen or like like maybe 20 maximum I mean when you go on X hamster you click categories and there's fucking thousands there's anything you could want you want to see someone fuck some cat entrails we got some of that shit for you oh there coming down to X hamster is there actual hamster sex? It's just important. Italian American hamster wearing like a leather jacket. He runs inside. Now, usually when someone asks that sort of question, Robbie, and we're at home, someone gets their laptop out and searches for it. Fortunately, we can't. But I'm pretty sure if you search hamster sex, you'll find some. Yeah, there's bound to be. I also recently discovered there's a genre of porn in which you have like an hour of going on like a POV date with someone. And I have seen of, this. They'll sort of look at you, like they'll look at the camera and say like, isn't that a great painting as you walk around a museum? <laughs> Wait, like, like you actually go on a like, date to a museum? So sad. Yeah, but it'll, it'll leave you a gap for you to respond like it's Dora the Explorer. He sort of looks at it and says, oh, look at this this nice vase. And you go, swiping, no swiping, <laughs> etc. But why, why bother? Why not, why not just cut out the middleman and masturbate to Dora the Explorer? <laughs> 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 but then about 40 minutes in, then sex begins and I switch off. Um, <laughs> do, you think, do you think Dora would call you pappy? I wouldn't do this on the first date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever, um, like, Watched porn and then the explorer. <laughs> no, no, for, for lack of a better word, finished watching the porn, <laughs> but then kept, but then, but then, but then, but then kept watching for the plot because <laughs> <laughs> no. you're that engrossed. Yes, <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened no. to anyone, James. Have you not ever? Really, I've watched <laughs> porn solely for the plot yeah. before. I have, I have, I have like browsed porn, thinking this one looks like it's got a good story. <laughs> Do you never like? Sometimes I'll skip right through. I'll get bored of it, and I'll skip right through to the end just to see how it 
how it finishes. What if there's like any smart dialogue at the end? <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> Some witty repartee yeah, at the exactly. end. Exactly. Like, do they have so any? It turns the camera and just goes, "Check, please." <laughs> yeah. <And it> finishes. <laughs> See, I don't know because I've never watched. And, the, the, and then, like, like the sort of the, the like black angle like fades in on their eye, and they just wink at the camera. <laughs> See, yeah. See I, weird. I, would, I wouldn't know because I've never actually watched porn. Like when it says you have to be over eighteen, oh, you've, you've, I, 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 I panic and press no, no because no. I don't, I don't <laughs> want the police to get me. I used to do that actually. I used to, I used to panic. I used to hear <laughs> sirens in the night and think uh, the police uh, were coming for me. Just like, are you over teen again? Yeah, I am. I, like, I remember when I, I, I was probably at the age of like 15 or 16 and I went from looking at images to actually watching a video and saying, yes, I was over 18 and watching a video on the internet. And then, and then like, I heard sirens in the night and I was like, oh, they're coming for me. They know <laughs> I watched the porn. And <laughs> it was like when I was three years old and I broke a plate and thought, I thought was watching porn me. at three years old. Oh, yeah, that too. The director of Letters to Juliet died from brain cancer eight months after the film came out. Uh, which is a shame because I feel like if a doctor watched the film, they could have got an early diagnosis in. <laughs> oh, I'm loving the smirk on your face. I'm, I'm loving this. It comes across as a film made by a man with brain cancer. Um, <laughs> I knew there Christ. was some. I knew there was some punchline to this. Yeah. But um, I did not expect you to slate someone for having brain cancer. Oh, you got yeah, brain you cancer. would have brain cancer, wouldn't you? You, you fucking shit twat. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Final word of the show. Cancer. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking hell. <laughs> Episode 55 was an interesting one, in as much as it basically came in the middle of a perfect storm in which we suddenly all had this problem where all of us were in separate cities, we couldn't organise anything, we couldn't get anything done, and we ended up at this point in which we had about an hour to put out a podcast and couldn't get together to do it so it ended up as me doing all the voices for a morning breakfast show including the presenter the co-host who was satan um the film guy like the the fashion expert all of this ben phoned in and did the weather but other than that it was just me doing a load of voices and rather than hear highlights you're going to hear now the whole thing but sped up to last 46 seconds rather than 39 minutes if you do want to hear it in full you can still download the episode uk or itunes etc but in the meantime here's 46 seconds of me having a breakdown episode 55 verbal discharge in the morning Turns out my voice sped up an awful lot. Just sounds like one of Alvin and the Chipmunks pissing themselves. But there we go. Uh, we then took a hiatus, and here's James to explain that we took the hiatus because we had lots of uni coursework to do, despite the fact we'd handed it all in by now, and were well on the road to graduating. Now this next episode is an interesting one. Um, we had been on something of a hiatus for a period of time, so that the four of us 
could finish off all of our third year work, our coursework and our dissertations and whatnot. And over the course of time that we had been on this hiatus, an awful, awful lot of terrible shit had happened that we had missed out the opportunity to make light of on the show. So this episode came about shortly after the EU referendum um, and the Brexit vote, of course. Now, our usual Maypole recording space was not available to us on this particular week because there was work being done to it. So myself, Robbie and Ben trekked our way over to Mark Eaton Park and set up a temporary studio comprised of one microphone, as you will hear, because my voice is very loud and annoying throughout. Ben's voice is slightly less loud, but still, let's be honest, annoying. And Robbie is reduced to little more than a tiny, tiny Welsh whisper. So we were there in Mark Eaton Park, we were talking about Brexit and the referendum and everything that had happened, and giving our reactions to it. Um, The full podcast is quite an interesting experience, there's a lot of good shit on there that's too long for me to have included here, so this is just a few highlights of me, Robbie and Ben reacting in a park to Brexit. Episode 56 of Brexit in the Park Would anybody like to hear a joke? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy podcast. I'll we'll bite. Back. Joke. Sure. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I do I have to prepare myself. You do. Okay. It's a funny one. It's a real. It's I've a... even got like any like, saucepans I can put my head in a lack of armor. Right. To shield myself. I'd be on the sandbag. You'll need it. You'll need what it. Let me tell you, this one will tickle you. Okay. This one's under... a knee slapper. I'd be under lead apron okay. so it doesn't give us cancer. Are you all ready for this joke? I'm yeah. very ready now. Now I am. Britain voted to leave the EU. What? What? What a joke, eh? Oh, I'm so. This is so funny. Oh dear, what a what a what a joke our country's what? become. We've got beaks. We've got gizzards. We're partially evolved from lizards. Theresa May, Pokemon Go, shoot in all in Orlando. Shit. I wasn't. I, I wasn't optimistic but I was perhaps hopeful that it wasn't a good thing it might not be the worst thing that's ever happened and then I began to walk home having finished and slowly everything began to set back in I started to realise like no actually look at the way the pounds dropped you look at the way we're going to have Osborne Johnson or May as Prime Minister you look at the way that our standing in international relations is dropping and I got in and I sat down and I remember on top of all this David Bowles was dead and uh... I, just went, I just went to sleep and just remained unconscious because the only way the world could continue to hurt me. The, the, the strange thing about it is that a lot of the sort of like the more sort of like hot-blooded Brexiters like the sort of yeah. uh, the really sort of like nationalist type ones like seem to think in voting to leave Europe all foreign people would automatically be ejected from the yeah. country the next day. Yeah. So like was that, how, how do you think this works? Well there were some really like sort of disturbing things like, obviously Yeah yeah it was really terrible like, they all came out of the fucking yeah. woodwork Yeah it was yeah yeah monstrous. Like do you know that um, incidents of like I'm, I'm sure that you will have all seen this statistic fucking flaunted around but yeah, yeah. Um, reported incidents of racially motivated hate crime increased sixfold oh, uh, the day yeah, after yeah. the referendum result and like there, I, there are people that I know who are of a sort of like yeah. non-white British ethnic background who yeah. were like told by people in the street oh you've got to go back where you fucking came from now we voted you yeah. out are you packing your bags yeah that, that sort of shit yeah. Yeah. the worst thing is it's people of, it's happening as well not to people of like uh, European extraction but of Indian or Asian 
or African extraction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, that, that background, which they're not part of the EU anyway. This has made no difference as such. Why are the British so, so fucking entitled? The fact, like, you know, they've spent the past 300 years, like, taking over countries and sort of inserting themselves there. Yeah. But God forbid the people from the countries they took yeah. over it's come really, to this fucking country. It's, it's such a just fundamentally flawed ideology, though, because it's based around the idea that fucking British ancestry is somehow pure yeah, exactly. and needs to be preserved. And we, we're, frankly, we're, we're, we're not. We have, we have such a fucking we're a mishmash of cultures and fucking ethnic backgrounds. It's why our language is so weird and we've got all these like yeah yeah. odd little exceptions to everything it's why everyone sort of has such a varied look to them in the UK and I I would have thought that that's something we could celebrate that we're culturally diverse Mm. that we've got a background based from all these different cultures we've got the best of all these different worlds combined together in a glorious British pot but apparently that pot doesn't taste good enough to the people of Britain no, the or, or 52% of the population that actually bothered to vote. The, the, the British race is an artificial idea that was fucking manufactured and packaged to fucking racists yeah, for the last couple of hundred years. It's, it's terrible, it's, it's terrible. It's an easy thing to play on, though, Of course, it? yeah, yeah. We, 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 is that, is, is, is the idea that we just fucking appeared in Britain, like yeah. all these, just the British people? No, we're, we're largely French. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and even though I despise the French. Yeah, yeah. But fine, I, I accept that I'm... At least partly French. Well, well, like we we like we say in the history books as Normans, so like yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's like we don't call them Italians, we say Romans. The morning, it wasn't even yeah. The morning after, it was literally about four, three hours, if that, after the result was announced. Nigel Farage and yeah, yeah. fucking and, hell, hell. fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> and you can see sort of that that clip of uh, Nigel Farage saying yeah. that we're not. I, gonna, I, I didn't promise anything. We're not going to give the money to the uh, NHS, and you can see Susanna Reid is. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly now you've got France, uh, who their their equivalent of UK. I forgot what they're called. Party. France Kip. France Kip. Yeah. France Kip. France Kip. There's like the K's a Q. And there's, uh, like, there's, there's three accents so far. Their membership, sort of in the days after UKIP, after sorry, um, the, the referendum, sort of like tripled, quadrupled. They suddenly increased massively. So, so that, yeah, folks, if they can do it, we can do it too. Yeah, let's take our country. Yeah. Let's take the country back. Let's take it back for the Frenchman. We can oh, have all of our cheeses, none of this imported <laughs> kefili. Yeah. Like, all of our human rights are being taken away from us soon by Theresa May, and, you know, we're going to back out of a sweet economic deal and we're going to be putting a huge, massive political shit heap. But. Pokemon loads go. of sweet Pokemon to catch but hey no, you can catch your fucking no because my phone crashed every time I tried to catch a Pokemon so, um, so my, my phone at cam play is now broken so I'm using my old uh, Samsung Galaxy S3 which can't fucking handle it <laughs> no. so now I'm missing out on all the sweet Rhyhorns which is in Marquee and Park where we're sitting in right now oh sweet which, uh, yeah if you check your, your little nearby you see like there's right. I, mean, I think it's one of the only areas in Derby you can get Rhyhorn I know that there's one somewhere on my walk to work on like the Riverside Path near Pride Park. I said the only area you can get Rhyhorn, James. Oh shit! I'm, I'm making this more more whimsical and interesting. Um, it's more special. No, it's, it, Pokemon Go is really cool. Like, if if Brexit will divide us all, it's good to see that Pokemon Go is bringing people together. Like, except, except all the different teams. I have like, never full on gang wars coming out of that. Yeah, I know. Well, what yeah. team did you join? Uh, Valor, you fucking scum. Oh yeah, I'm in Valor as well. You piece of shit. Infighting, infighting. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, right. Oh, oh so it's been said about uh, red red groups and infighting. Oh, oh shit, Labour. Don't off, mention maybe all those women off, that I beat. <laughs> all the women that I beat up. Um, lay off that like I didn't lay off those women. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, our music was part of the black power movement, as in black and blue, as, like as I as left in, all of those women. As in my black fist powered into that woman's face. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. A Lib Dem newsletter. So every week they send out a weekly newsletter for the local area. Was this a key point in one of the area in one of the newsletters? There was a problem with the petrol dispenser from the Texaco garage on Queens Road East last week after rainwater got in the storage tank and contaminated the fuel. True. Was that the second most important point in a Lib Dem True. Newsletter? That is very... One week. Very true. Yeah, I think that's true. That's true. Um, so that's of course true. it is. That of course it is. It, it fucking is. hell. I, I'm pretty much... Are these the most the pressing concerns was. that the Lib Dems have to deal Rain, with after r- Brexit? Rainwater's got in the thing. Whoa! <laughs> it's, <laughs> almost, it's almost like a fucking... Like, like you know when you see like old kids' films? and like You almost imagine a dog running up to you. <laughs> like Nick Clegg runs up to you on all fours and he's, he's like... <laughs> And you're like, what's that, Nick? What's that? What? There's, there's, rainwater's contaminated the fuel reservoir. Boy, we better go get it. And then he, he runs over there, and then you get there, and he says, I'm sorry. There was no fuel reservoir. <laughs> but you know, like, this should be the point where the Tory, blah, 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 the, the position they're in. You should have, in, they should be like putting maximum pressure on them. Instead, Labour are too busy worrying about whether they can afford to spend 25 quid. And the Lib Dems are too. Worried about Nick about Nick and the, the water in the fuel tank in a Texaco garage. Do you think that's it? Do you think so are, we, are we the first people to realise it to, to remove the wall from our eyes that yeah. Nick Clegg was a talking dog <laughs> this entire time? That's why he's such a breath of fresh air. That's why he's not called. That's why he isn't called Tim because he's not a person. We are the scrapyard boys. <laughs> we play with our scrapyard toys. <laughs> And then, like, they all pull out bang blades. <laughs> Robbie, final words. Tim. We'd also, the, the week, or actually the day before Brexit, recorded a podcast and we went, <laughs> wouldn't it be ridiculous if that happened? Wouldn't it be silly if that happened? Much like we did with Donald Trump. Um, but at the same time, we didn't put that one out and I was going to edit down bits and put it in here. But it's actually still kind of too raw. So we're considering putting it out sometime in the new year, maybe, possibly like one year on. But we'll see about that. Um, in the meantime, we reached a point, me and James, where Ben didn't turn up, Jordan wasn't there. What were we going to do? We were going to need to find a brand new member of the podcast. And so we sat down to interview five candidates. Here are the highlights, or here's a highlight from the interview with each of them. Enjoy and work out why we didn't hire any of them. Episode 57, how to appoint a new dischargee. And I just want to sort of test your test your skills, test the sort of things that, if you were to be on the podcast, sort of things you'd have to deal with on a week-to-week basis. Right. So, we're just going to take a sample of something that may come up, may sort of be the sort of link you'd come across as we're doing the show. Um, so, I'm going to read you a quote. I want you to tell me whether that comes from a real WikiHow article, and if so, what WikiHow article it's from. Okay? Right. Okay. So the quote is, oh God. If you're standing up, as soon as you notice the erection coming on, put both hands <laughs> in your pockets. <laughs> Try to pin the erection to either your lower abdomen, abd- abdomen or your thigh. Whichever is more comfortable. Do this before you reach full erection so that it's not obvious you're hiding an erection. Is that from a real WikiHow article? And if so, which one? A real WikiHow article mm-hmm. called... How to jack off in the swimming pool? <laughs> um, you're not you're not many miles away. It was a real wiki article uh, called "How to Hide an Erection." 
Which is a yeah. skill we, we all need yeah. in day to day life. Just 12 yeah. points. I just a belt. I just put it under the belt. How do you need. Yeah, why do you need 12? Just tuck it away. There's lots of different techniques. There's tuck it away, there's like hold cold things to it. There's like Tie it down. You know those little mannequin drawings they have? There's one of someone holding like a cold bottle of Coke to his neck. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just tense t- t- your upper thighs. I just always <laughs> have a baggy jacket on and just like pull the pockets down and forward so it looks like I'm a chubby little grabby. <laughs> Derby person. With and an just hide it with that. <laughs> <laughs> with an erection, as I'm sure most of them have. So, with that in note, can you do an impression of Werner Herzog? Sorry? Of uh, an impression of Werner Herzog. I don't know who that is. That that's fine. Could you do an impression of how you think a man called Werner Herzog would sound? In your own time. In your own time. That was very that was, good. That was remarkable. That was. That was. That was. It was if he was in the room <laughs> was, with yes. us. Um, okay, another important impression that may be coming up. Uh, basically, if you can do this well, you're hired. Um, it's a very relevant moment. Can you do an impression of Theresa May? Well, Jeremy Corbyn isn't very good, is he? <laughs> it's actually pretty. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Corbyn joke. That's that's pretty that's good. Pretty yeah, good. That's, that's all right. right. We'll yeah. accept that. We'll accept yeah. that. And finally, if if you could see me, I'd, I'd be leaning over the table just like that. Yeah, observation. Nice. Yeah, there nice. we go. There we go. Uh, speaking of observation as well, can you do an impression of Jordan? We have to ask. Can I do an impression of Jordan? I'm a creative. I'm so great. Look at me <laughs> writing and shit. <laughs> Whoa, what's Jordan was, doing here? <laughs> oh god, that, that was actually like quite. Yeah, that was accurate. That, yeah, there was an awful lot of both Jordan and passive aggressive anger came across there. Um, but so thank you for coming into the interview today uh, would you like to state your name for the record my name is uh, Matt Beckett but some people know me as Ratsketit uh, <laughs> the man down the road with a tricycle uh... do you own a tricycle or is that incorrect do you live down the road I live I live it's sort of underwater it's, it's a bit complicated but there is tricycles present around around my call okay, that sounds Impractical in water, tricycles. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't really use them. They're yeah. just there for general decorations and stuff like decorative that. Decorative purposes. So, yeah, decorative okay, tricycles. <laughs> um, and are you applying... So, for... kind of state, some people also call me Trikey Mikey. Trikey Mikey. You're Trikey Mikey. I've seen mm. your tags all over Dolly Park. <laughs> just, just my urine, urine spots where I just spray on the walls and... It like leaves, a dog. It leaves a stain, yeah. Um, and are you <laughs> applying for the role of Ben or Jordan today? Um, I, think, I think I'm more suited for the Ben role. That's that's quite alright because the shoes are small to fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you feel you can bring to the team? Uh, outgoing, enthusiastic, can breathe underwater. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mikey, don't forget. No, I, no and a number of things. I mean, what kind of things are you guys looking for? Well, we're looking for whatever new energy we can bring really into the to to, to further for, spice up like nuclear energy. We're looking to promote yeah. synergy. <laughs> Um, to improve cross-brand development to integrate our revenue streams yes 
looking yeah. to liquidate our assets. Do you know anything about business? Because we don't. Yeah, I mean, I thought liquidating assets was something about, like, you know, the state of which matter your ass is. Well, you can like, breathe underwater. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I do for liquidating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, thank you for coming in, Peter. Um, I'm, I, I just want to ask, uh, are you interviewing for the role of... Is everything okay? Please help with our outside. Who's outside? Who are they? Which forces? The government are outside. The government. This is a a prime example. If the government's outside, can you please provide us with some satirical material about what the government's doing uh, in order to prove your worth? You'd like to prove my worth? Can you not hear them? Yeah, I can hear them. I can hear them. Can you please do a topical joke, if possible, mentioning children's TV series? I, I, I can't get them to stop. They're making noise all the time. They're just... They're killing everybody. Do you feel that Jeremy Corbyn is doing enough to ransack your village? Corbyn is not. He was so... He he said he was going to be the change, and he was changed. He set fire to the sky. The problem was that people needed about 25 quid to set fire to anything nearby. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> the fire started. He set fire to the sky. Can you not hear it and feel it in the air? No, I can't, to be honest. It feels pretty normal. Um, He's not come to your town yet, has he? No. Um, the North always remembers up here. You're obviously an extremely talented performance poet. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you are, yeah. Um, um, now, in order to test how you can apply this to comedy, we're going to say some words, and we want you to tell us the funniest word you can think of that rhymes with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, I <laughs> so, the first word, sock. Cock. Rent. Bent. Mangina. Pagina. Obsolete. Aubergine. Half rhyme, but we'll give it to you. Theresa May. Theresa May. That's a very good question. I was going to say Thatcherite, but it's not quite a rhyme. <laughs> hey. It's true, so... Yeah. I went for the laugh, not the rhyme. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Gorgonzola. Rock and roller. Hmm? Kneel. You can take either the name Neil or the uh, verb to kneel. Veal. Xenophobia. Rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> Poltergeist. Miami Vice. Daniel David Weber. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair enough. All good answers. All very good answers. Episode 58, The Suicide Olympics. Hello and welcome to the 31st Olympic Games live from, from our great grand Rio Stadium. Yes, hello and welcome to Rio. We're here for the 31st Olympiad. We're going to have all of the sport, all of the sports, all of the Olympic sports here in the Olympics all day, every day, all Olympic Games, the Olympic Games, the sport. It's all happening here for you right now, Rio. And also continuing for the remaining few weeks. Well, that's not happening just yet. We're just now catching the final three lagging behind, as ever, countries for the annual 
not annual, the regularly scheduled flag <laughs> ceremony. Here they come. Who've, who've we got first? Should we quickly say that you're listening to your commentary team of... Yes, of course. <laughs> you're it, seems, it seems the flag bearers have stopped. <laughs> a, just quickly, quickly, while there's a problem. <laughs> It seems you're listening to the top commentary team, the BBC's top, com- the Vilbur Discharge top commentary team. <laughs> <laughs> here at the live at the Rio Olympics of myself, Robbie Owen, the third best poet in Rio. <laughs> it's me, James Bosson. I was once called a poet, but I'm not. You don't know it. Um, and, and I'm Jordan, and I once did a poetry course. I'm glad, I'm glad we've pointed out that the sports commentators are well versed in poetry. Oh, and important. conveniently, oh, just as we finish wrapping that up, <laughs> it looks like the first country's walking out. Who? Who is it? Who's walking out? Who's this? Oh, and it looks like it's not Vasily Droitskov from <laughs> not Russia leading the way. Oh, and if we're just tuning now, we can just hear their national anthem if they're just singing it at the top of their lungs. We're definitely not Russian. Nostrovia! We're definitely not Russian. Nostrovia! We're definitely not Russian. And who the fuck is Putin? Way not Russian lads. Way not Russian lads. Way not Russian lads. And what the fuck are steroids? <laughs> Great national anthem. Oh, beautiful national anthem. It always, it always brings a tear to my eye whenever I hear their national anthem. You can see them walking their not Russian walk all the way across these Olympic grounds. Oh. There was some controversy actually after one of the game's organisers compared them to Russia saying they're just like Russia but not. not. Um, that, that caused a big stir in the Olympic Games committee. Um, we can see coming out next is the sovereign state of Triparate Plant Jones uh, and <laughs> Ireland. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, of course, people often just call it the sovereign state of Triparagman Jones and Ireland. Uh, it's full title support. The sovereign state of Triparagman Jones and Ireland. Peace be upon it. No, seriously, we have no military. Our country's only line of defence is currently taking part in the discus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can then see their flag bearer coming out as well. Um, we can see the man leading the pack. There's not many of them have managed to come out from the sovereign state of Triparate Plant Jones and Ireland. Peace be upon it. No, seriously, we only have, we have no military. Our country on the island defence is currently taking part in the discus. Um, their flag bearer is Mr. Kirk Fertilizer, who is so named because he's the only fertile man in the country. The rest of the relay team was just an absolute fluke. No one knows how they... It's interesting to see him lead his entire team of children athletes yes. out there as the father of everyone in the country. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing is that all the women in the country are fertile. They've got 100% fertility in women. And yet only one man. That's a, that's a proud national statistic they can vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's, there's something sort of uh, Fury Roadish about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and who's coming out next after that? Oh, here we go. Coming out next, we've got the next country. Uh, are you, as you can no doubt hear in the background, walking out to their national anthem titled... An old Jewish woman farting the ground force theme tune. <laughs> it is the Democratic Republic of Jamestown. It's not like Jonestown, it has nothing to do with Jonestown. And leading the pack there, leading the pack for the Democratic Republic of Jamestown. It's not like Jonestown, it has nothing to do with Jonestown. Is Brother Jacob, the fourth deadliest man on his campsite. <laughs> Out of four men. <laughs> Which is free more than the sovereign state of Tripod Eggplant Jones and Ireland. Of course, he's, he's, it, he's very conscious about being the least deadly person <laughs> on his campsite. <laughs> so he has to refer to himself 
as the fourth deadliest man on his campsite. Oh, and he's tripped up. Down oh. he goes. Oh, the crowd's alive with the sound of an old Jewish woman farting the ground horse <laughs> the, the crowd's alive, which makes it very different to Jonestown. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Hey, does everybody know why I prefer the Paralympics to the Olympics? Why do you prefer the Paralympics to the Olympics? Because when I watch it, I like to pretend that it's a gritty sci-fi reboot of the Olympics. (laughs) They've replaced them with cyborg parts. Everyone's a cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) In a way, everyone is. I feel it is. It'll give a a new meaning to Blade Runner anyway. (laughs) What an exciting one that was. That was so exciting. God, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the tip of my toes. All my knuckles are white. So am I. And I, the Olympics haven't even started yet. I can't wait for it. What about you, not Jordan? I'm so excited <laughs> to be here replacing Jordan. Well, you passed the interview last week. Mm. So how does it feel to be replacing Jordan? Feels very good. Feels that's, very good. That, that's good. That's good. Well deserved. Jordan, how does it feel to be replaced? It's not like I was Get paid. off our podcast, we've been replaced. Not like I was paid anyway. <laughs> Robbie. Hello. Would you like the last word of the show? No, I don't. Oh, well. Well, then, show them. Final word of the show. Ha. <laughs> I had a sentence in mind, that's why. Say the sentence. Yeah, yeah, you can give us a final yeah. sentence of the show if you to like. To all the, all the other uh, applicants that tried to replace Jordan... Unlucky bitches. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Cryptid59, we couldn't do a normal podcast because everyone was in different places again, but we did instead come up with a fun way of doing it. We spoke to Jordan Bowen, who is possibly the single greatest writer in the history of the written word, certainly in the last however long it is since they invented the written word. Um, and he agreed to send us a copy of his new novella called Life's a Dog and we read it. We took it in turns to read a chapter each and we read it. What we did, we had a podcast that was just a new work, a new audiobook for one of the greatest minds in the history of literature. So we can't really condense that down. So instead, here's a new story told with us reading clips of a work by a master, a visionary, a genius and a Scandinavian, Jordan Bowen. Episode 59 audiobook, Life's a Dog by your Ben Bowen, read by the cast of Verbal Discharge. She bumbled out of the police station with her freakish dog baby form and tumbled down the steps onto the street where she could do away with all the nonsense and try to earn money to buy dog biscuits. But also she had driven herself far into her overdraft with a hefty fine. All of her purposeful dreams had been shattered. The first grey hair had also sprouted in his head fur. Turning her into a dog-human hybrid with lamp skin. And it only made future Thursdays tougher. She found a flyer promoting a new business opportunity. Have a few bitch kids. She whined. The comatose man jettisoned a stream of vomit. They laughed and frolicked. Don't you dare talk to me like that, you skin-wearing imposter. Also bark. I'm a dog.
Episode 60 Koala Foreskin Party. Hello, um, I'm interested in buying a comedy. Comedy? Um, yeah. Well, this is the comedy shop, isn't it? This is where I buy This comedy. is the comedy shop, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a particular comedy. Particular um, comedy? Yes, it's a comedy about a cat. And he, he hates Mondays and he loves lasagna. Okay. Um, I think he's called something like Catty. Have you uh, um, have you have you taken a chat opportunity to read through our comedy catalogue? No, you I haven't. The catalogue. Is that a pun? Is that a pun? Because I'm in the comedy shop. I don't. Understand. I don't understand. Anyway, here's a catalogue. Okay. okay, thank you. I, I hope, um, I hope okay. that, that bang louder. Yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's, that's a catalogue hitting, the, hitting the table. Um, hello. Sorry, oh, it's me. It's the comedy police. Oh, oh no, shit. I'm, oh, I'm, so, comedy I'm, police. I'm hilariously delayed. I'm sorry, we heard an urgent call regarding a shit bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, I I came looking for Catty, the cat, um, who was a cat that loves lasagna and okay. hates Mondays and hangs out with a dog. Um, I think dog's called something like El Dog. And El Doggo. El Doggo. Yeah. El Doggo, yeah, El he's Doggo. a Spanish dog. That's the one, yeah. yeah. he's always going, Hello there, I'm El Doggo. He does have a Spanish accent. I'm, right, I'm, Spanish I'm El Doggo, accent. a swashbuckling right. Spaniel. Am I right in thinking this, this cat likes spaghetti as well? He's a big fan of spaghetti. Y- yes, he's a lot of spaghetti. Yeah, he goes. He, he always says, oh boy, spaghetti! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a presiding officer of the law. I don't. Feel oh, sorry, officer. Sorry, officer. It's, it's, it's I, okay. I, forgot, I forgot you were here. It's okay. I, I'm used to it as much. It's, it's yeah, why yeah. They, they shouldn't dress me in camouflage for, <laughs> uh, for, for comedy stores. Yeah, my, my, my entire uniform is hilariously covered in whoopee cushions. I've mistakenly <laughs> oh, been standing the, in the, the whoopee, whoopee cushion, cushion aisle. Suit. <laughs> <laughs> Really blend in at comedy parties. Yeah, yeah. So, Whenever they had the underground comedy pun smuggling ring. So I, I thought that was the uh, the the whoopee cushion golem has been summoned again. <laughs> the whoopee cushion golem. Yeah, the whoopee cushion golem is sort of like, it's constituted entirely out of whoopee cushions. You write you write the name of someone uh, yeah. on a piece of paper, put it in its mouth, not... and then it goes and farts on them. So <laughs> it's not it's not a Jewish golem. It's more of a more of a medieval sort of a Dungeons and Dragons sort of golem. No, oh, I, right, okay. I like the thought of just it's really <laughs> a, Jew, a Jewish whoopee cushion golem, like a hilarious. Various whoopee cushion made of clay and synagogues. I like the voice. <laughs> As a voice of Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, it's so difficult being a Jewish golem. Oh, all of these clay whoopee cushions are so impractical. Um, well, if you're uh, if you're actually a, a member of the comedy police, uh, you should arrest yourself because that joke was stolen from The Simpsons. Was it? Because they did the exact same joke of a Jewish golem. What about with clay whoopee cushions? Not clay whoopee cushions. It's just a Jewish golem that had like a hilariously Jewish voice. But you said Woody Allen. Yeah. But Wait a minute. So where's the same, comedy? Same thing. You can't, don't lead me into a joke and then be like, <laughs> "No, fuck you, James. You stole that comedy." <laughs> oh, you are, you are framed. Wait a minute. Did someone steal comedy from the comedy shop? God. Oh no. <laughs> if only the comedy police was here. But all we've got is this Jewish golem. No Jewish golem. 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 Not a Jewish golem. <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> Stroking, stroking loads of coins. It's written that the only part of him that's accentuated in that way is his nose. <laughs> oh, fun. oh my god! He's <laughs> <laughs> going to need a lot more rings than that. <laughs> this is the best bar mitzvah ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in my cave, and all these hobbits keep taking my rings. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Verbal Discharge. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Ben, final word of the show. Um, Dog. That's it. That's the show. Please keep that in it as well. Should press stop now. Yeah. Have you not already? No. Oh. Are we still doing this? Well. We're just trying to get extra content for these fucking clip shows. Bonus content.
Episode 61, No Mind Sky. Cheeky girls, if you're listening, uh, we, we want to throw you into a turbine. <laughs> I hope the entire film is two hours of the person on the podcast that isn't me or you, James, asking if he's referring to the right female. What? Ben Hearn. Oh, oh my God. I'm with you. I'm Should let me talk about what You know what you... I said about we're not focused on producing comedy this week? <laughs> Surely sure, sure it's the one-man podcast about me talking about a recent-ish Joaquin Phoenix film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's, that's a Robbie that's joke. Better. That's, that's a, better. That's oh better. my, you fucking robbed off of me now. You've yeah. robbed off on me. I've been, I've been robbed off on. <laughs> there's a, actually, there's a, a line disease. In, in Life on the Road, yeah. Ricky Gervais' new opus. Oh, does he hilariously in which, misinterpret something? No, no, no the, but there's one line that is so, like, it sounds like something I would write and then reject. Yeah. But I heard it and I felt instantly proud of myself for writing it, even though I didn't. Oh it was written God. by Ricky Gervais. Uh, but the line is someone says, my success is overdue, like the roof in a synagogue. <laughs> oh my god! It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the worst part about that. Yeah. It's I. That was like the one thing I laughed at in the film. Um, but it felt like a joke I would write, oh, uh, and therefore I went. That's really funny because I could have written it. You probably, you probably did. You probably, you probably like probably Richard Gervais probably like came to you like in your sleep, and then he like you were. You're like talking, you're just making bad Robbie jokes <laughs> while you're asleep, and he's like, he's like the BFG in that, which is sort of catching your dreams with the big net. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, James. Final word of the show. Um, no, that that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Episode sixty-two: The twenty-nine-inch sausage next door. Oh, Today was okay. it Owen Smith. The main oh, rival Le- for yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, yeah. Le- 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 that one. Yeah. Um, he was at a rally in Hull. And he and had someone... a t- got a 29 inch erection out <laughs> and said, Vote for me and I'll fuck this country, but not in the way you're thinking. Vote for the man of the 28 inch <laughs> penis. I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously got the show of dominance, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Those are all the credentials he yeah, needs. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, right, okay. Someone said to him, uh, can I? There was a Q and A session at the end of it, and someone said to him, "Can I ask you a personal question?" And he said, five foot seven, twenty nine inches, and pointed to his crotch." Really? Yes. What? He said twenty nine inches and pointed to his crotch. Well, can you can you imagine what? having a twenty nine inch penis? I don't Tell think me. my legs are twenty nine inches. No, this is me. You could, you <laughs> could never wear shorts again. I mean, you could, that, but you'd that's have to... That's the width of my fucking waist. <laughs> you could throw it over your shoulder underneath, like, yeah. a T-shirt and wear shorts. Wear it like or, a belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wrap it around, put it through my belt loop. Either that, or you'd have to, like, you'd end up tangling it up like a pair of headphones in your pocket. <laughs> like, yeah, every time you put it away, it gets tangled horribly oh, in your... For fuck's sake, you untangle your yeah. dick again. Like, you're about to sort of, like, have a weird of sex, I mean, and you say that, oh, hold on a second, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> I had to fold it up four times. You have to wrap it around your hands a few times and then, and then push your bell in through the loop <laughs> a few times. I, I Reel had, it in like an extension cord. I yeah. heard that Owen Smith had his fitted like one of those hoses <laughs> outside and you just pull the little <laughs> handle and it winds <laughs> in. The other thing is, he said 29 inches pointing to his crotch. So it's presumably it's 29 inches at the moment. And unless he's got a raging boner at all times through being at a rally in Hull, yeah. he was flattered 
it 29 inches. Maybe so he, like, maybe he likes he the danger. Yeah, yeah, maybe he loves Hulk. Maybe he's, maybe he's like... <laughs> but you see it as a 29 inch penis coming out of the main candidate for the Labour leadership scr- crotch. Maybe, maybe you see that coming out. he's a shower, not a grower. And it's so, like, it, it, it stays that length even when Maybe when it gets erect, it shrinks. Yeah, yeah. But why choose Hulk as the place to reveal that? Get ready, world of Hulk! Get ready, Hulk! Because most people in... fuck you all! Most people in Hull will be like, well, I'm voting for him then. Jeremy Corbyn only has a 14-inch penis. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen... And that's... Has anyone ever seen the pictures of Jeremy Corbyn's penis? Oh, my God. I haven't... It's huge. Is, that, is that a thing? It's, it's huge. It's, it's 14 inches, 14 and it's inches. got three heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a kidney's Hydra. See, but the thing is... He it's wants like Ghidorah. The thing is, he wants some of the heads to be public access. Uh, <laughs> and he doesn't keep one of the heads for himself. Um, but no, so the, the other thing about that is that... Just imagine being on a bus... And getting an erection if you're 29 inches, just a, be oh, annoying. Yeah. Just, just yeah. one of those as you go over a speed bump and it just happens. All you, you do, know, you know, all you have to do is you just, you just carve a little hole in the bottom of your brown paper bag and you stick <laughs> it through, and it poke out the top, and everyone would just assume it's a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then when it comes to actually turning the corner to get out of the bus. What do you do? You've got to also, also, if you tra- can't... try not to hit it on the walk bar. sideways through the door. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Your baguette looks very fleshy today. I, I imagine him just like whenever he's approaching a shop, if he's got like a little spooky, then he <laughs> a can... spooky, a little spooky. I've never heard of that a before. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a little surprise. Robbie, do you call your penis <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that is that a term for an erection? A little spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that anyway? It's, it's like a ghost themed. <laughs> Spooky. It's like fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost fucking MC name. Got a ghost in my pubes, a 29 inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> These spectres I'm spilling are making me sick. <laughs> Do you, think, do you think maybe he's just compensating for having a really shit car? Um, oh. No, um, but if he's. If he approaches an automatic door, does it open like. Ten yards before he's there, his bellum sort of like bumps against the door for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has to lift it up and stand on the, the pad. I bet you could piss like from his living room. He wouldn't even have to get up. He could just like kind of work an erection <laughs> up to himself and then just try and poke it around the corner. He's also he, he used to live a double life as the man who could climb anything. <laughs> he just he'd get his dick and he'd throw it, it, it like it, a grappling hook. Like it, 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 stick ball. a grappling hook <laughs> to it. So if I had a dick that long, I'd just roll Hot Wheels cars down it. <laughs> You can set the whole track. You can yeah, 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 I'd have, I'd have, like when, it, when it's when it's all fashioned a bit floppy, could probably do a loop the loop as well. Yeah. Great. I'd have like an interlinking kind of plate mail scale electrics thing, <laughs> plate- like <laughs> pierced into it, so I could have sca- race scale electrics. It's on still my dick. smell of burnt dust every time. I'd, I'd start my own business doing really niche games of limbo for Hindus. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, he mentioned as though at the time he's five foot seven. Yeah. So it'd be like a, a, that's fucking, a difficult game, yeah, like a pedestal. Yeah, there's a, there's a difficult game of limbo. Jordan Reynolds, final word of the show: poo. <laughs> Episode sixty-three, Little Welsh Riding Hood. Once upon a time, there was a young boy. And his name was Robbie. Hello, I'm a young boy, and my name's Robbie. An old boy, I can't wait to go on a quest and possibly develop as a character and learn some moral lessons that I can take forward into childhood now, and potentially adulthood as well. Now, Robbie was on a quest. Old go- boy, I'm on a quest. To go deliver some pastries to his grandmother. Oh boy, James. I can't wait to deliver my oh, pastries to my grandmother James. Hello, my grandmother James, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank 
Hewitt, it's me, it's his grandmother James. Oh, it's so hard being a grandmother, being, being in the hospital. We've all been there, especially now with the cuts to the NHS and all the doctors being off. Have you? None can, of them are here. The strike's let's, always on. Let's have a serious conversation about euthanasia. <laughs> let's. Please kill me. <laughs> Please put me down. <laughs> And, but little did Robbie know, uh, in the woods was uh, a big bad uh, animal. And his, um, name, and, well, and his name was Ben. Oh boy, grandmother, I really sure am glad that there's no big bad animals nearby. Oh, it, it, it's funny you, sh- you should mention that, that little, little boy Robbie, because I'm looking out of the window and oh, I'm here. what's that? I'm standing outside. Oh. How's it going? Hey, can, you let, can you let me in? Oh, shit. Can you let me in? Oh, please. I'm not a big bad animal. Come on. It's just a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just a Jehovah's Witness. Can I just come in for a he cup looks, of tea? He looks, he looks thoroughly horrible. Should we let him no, in? No, I'm, I'm fine, honest. I'm, 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 I'm all right. Yes, why don't I let him in? He doesn't sound trustworthy, Robbie. That's exactly why I want to let him in. Just let me in. He sounds like an interesting character. Yeah, I don't know why you discriminate against me. Just because I'm a hairy monster. I'm a hairy animal. People discriminate against me like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, Grandmother James, I... I feel that you need to recognise the fact that there are listeners. racist. Let me in. There are people listening to this story that want it to develop. So what we need to do is ignore logic and let the big bad wolf in. And now I'm, I'm, ba- I'm, I'm just a big bad animal. Big, big bad, bad animal. animal. Well, let the massive version of the Muppet in. Well, if, if not for the sake of the general narrative cohesion, I, I suppose we'll just have to let let the beastie in. Okay, are you letting me in? I'm letting you in. Okay, cool. I'm letting you in. Okay, cool. Oh, shit, it's in the house it's, now. This is how the door open. I've got a fucking knife, I'm going to kill you all. Oh, no! <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> what? Do you have a fork as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, what's, I'm gonna eat you. What's your motivation? Um, just, I'm just bored. <laughs> Fair enough. That's why I came to live a pastry. She doesn't even like pastries. See, I, see, I, I don't want to eat the pastry. I'm just, just wanted to fucking I just, just, just stab some falls. You, you know what, little big, big, scary beast I'm from a big the bad woods. Animal. I'm a big bad animal. You, you remind me of a younger version of myself. It was the oh. 1980s and my community was being torn <laughs> apart by Thatcher. <laughs> we didn't know what to do or ah, where to look. The biggest, baddest animal of all. All we could do was rebel. And they called us punks and we, we pawed our boots and we were just rebelling against the establishment and that's why we had to stamp on all those foreigners. <laughs> What, 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 a, what a riveting story. Yes. I'm going to fucking stab you. Oh, Whoa! You've imparted nothing from this lesson. <laughs> no, to be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't actually listening. It was sort of just going just over my head, really. I mean, I can't really relate because I'm just a big bad animal. I, I've got no sort of social context in my head. I, I, didn't, I don't know what Thatcher is. You know, I wasn't there for the whole punk move. I've just been living in the woods this entire time. Honestly, I've just got, like, I just found this knife. Like, I first didn't know what to do with it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Now like, I know it's for how, stabbing. How did, you, how did you find out? Because normally most people use it for um, nice, nice things. Oh like yeah. No, no, because I'm, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big bad animal. Yeah. Because like uh, whatever I'm going to use it for is going to be malcontent, most really. People, most people use it for like making. You could just make like really horrible tarts with it. Wow. Give them to people. You've you convinced could, like, me. I've changed oh. my ways. Oh, fantastic! I'm, I'm not a bad, big bad animal anymore. I'm a big neutral animal. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gone all the way. I'm, what an inspirational moving story that yeah, was. Yeah, that was well, charming. He ends. Oh, well, I, I, feel, I feel we've all learned a lot. I feel there's some life lessons we can impart from that. 
Actually, that's true. I, I once came first in a school sports day event. What when? I, I won the egg and spoon race. I was thinking of egg and spoon race. Like, there's nowhere else you can, you'd really do the egg and spoon race outside <laughs> of that. You can't really do it professionally, can you? <laughs> no. But it's not in the Olympics. They should put it in the Paralympics. It should yeah, be, yeah. It should be, though. It should be Paralympics just started. That should be a Paralympic event. Yeah. Because it's for people that can't quite make the Olympics. I remember we didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even use real eggs when we did the egg and spoon no. race. We used like plastic eggs. Plastic really? Eggs. Yeah. We use real eggs. <laughs> this hard up north, the gritty reality of Macclesfield using real eggs. What? Egg Having actual race. eggs? Yeah. Oh, look at you up north with your eggs. Uh, that drops on the floor. Eggshell everywhere. Dangerous for kids. Don't mind. Let them step on the eggshell. There was, was, was an excess of eggs in Macclesfield because like, Macclesfieldian mothers actually like sort of just, like crawl Just up walls lay and eggs. Spew eggs everywhere. <laughs> they do. They in, do. Like, in, that, in, that, in small matters. It's also though... And hiss you, at intruders. It's also all you've got to eat. Yeah. Eggs and bread. So... <laughs> Hey, we've also got a really nice pie shop. <laughs> of course you have. We do. I'm um, called have. Lord of the Pies. That's, nice. that's pretty and good. And it's, it's pretty good. The pies are pretty good. I wouldn't go as far as saying they're the Lord of the Pies because mm. like, it's quite a broad category. There's a lot of mm. people that make pies. But for what it's worth, Lord of the Pies in Macclesfield is pretty good. Also, give me free pies. <laughs> I was once talking to someone who uh, was a conversation about The Godfather. Or someone said my favourite film is The Godfather. Mm. And someone else in the conversation said... Isn't that a chip shop? Because the they had they had a chip shop near their home called the Codfather, and they didn't know for eighteen nineteen years that it was a play on the Godfather. Oh wow. my god! They just thought it was that was the name so of it. That's a weird name. The <laughs> Cod's not my dad. <laughs> Boy, that was a, a great Welsh orgy we just had. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Uh, we we actually formed the shape of a dragon with our bodies. <laughs> it was it was like a regular orgy, but there were dragons. There and, were dragons. And there were pasties everywhere. Oh. And really affordable beachside holidays. <laughs> and, and, uh, and everyone was like spitting on each other with the word gargling sounds and making the throats by speaking the Welsh language. Well, see you later. Bye. <laughs> Last word of the show is Toby Maguire. Can, can you can you appoint yourself? Last word of the show. <laughs> Hey, hey Ben, hey Ben, what's the last word of the show? Last word of the show is um, Toby Maguire Spider Man. Liar. (laughs) That's the last. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is this? I thought thought that was it. I thought thought Liar was the last word of the show. Liar. Episode 64 Verbal Discharges One Night Degree Live at the Maple Cafe Bar and Theatre, Derby. I would I would say that everything I learned at university could be learned in three hours, but my lecture is so. Out of sheer curiosity, just as a kind of sort of general consensus of the room, could you give us a cheer if you are currently a student? Yay. Could you give us a cheer if you're a graduate? Yay. Could you give us a cheer if you're a lecturer? Thanks for coming, guys. (laughs) Ben, what's your best, worst, most vivid memory of Freshers? Oh, boy. Um, I think I've told you what story I'm going to tell here. Um, Oh, shit! (laughs) I know which one it is. I'm going to take this microphone out so we can get a little bit of gesticulating here. I'm so So I'm going to start this uh, story in the pretense that if a story starts like it sounds like I'm bragging, like I'm some sort of really manly man... But please, as, as you can tell, I'm already sort of salt of the earth masculine man. But, like, but, um, but I just have to let you know there is a very, very big turn you have to watch out for. Okay, so, so you, 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 you go into freshers. Of course, some of you might be going to sort of a fresh experience, going to clubs and stuff. And expect to be a bit of a sort of a, yeah, a bit of a sexy time. To be honest, like you meet, meet some meet some nice people out there. Maybe sort of taken back to your 
horrible student flat, <laughs> that sort of covered in pizza boxes, and like, yeah, dingy, dingy hole, dingy room. student flat. Yeah, that's what he expects. And um, I'm in the lovely club in Derby, Fever. Shout out for Fever, it shits. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, and I, uh, ugly mush faces with uh, with a lovely girl. And then when she pulls away, she says something hilarious, which is, "Are you gay?" Uh, <laughs> so of, of, of course, yeah, that's what you say. That's what you say after you know you've had a completely heterosexual kiss. And I, and I explain I'm like probably a bit equal opportunities. And, and then she says like, "Oh, do you want to?" Do you have like affirmative action platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people, people have to fill out a form like if sort of like if, if any sort of minority, I'm sort of like you go to the top of the list there. <laughs> Um, but she says, like, would you like to have a threesome with me and my gay friends? Ooh. And I say, that sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds all right. So drunk, is it? Yeah, sure, sure. I've got so, things uh, to do this evening, but it sounds, it sounds all right. Like, I can shuffle things about. So, like, so, like, so like, that's pretty cool. That's, that's a fresh experience. Get, and so I'm going to go over to the bar and get a drink. So she goes to the bar, and I'm left alone. And my drunken mind says to me, Ben, this sort of thing doesn't happen to you. This is a trick. <laughs> She's trying to steal your organs. <laughs> so my, my master plan is that I walk out of there and I don't just walk home, I run some of the way home. <laughs> and I, I, I wake up that morning and I say, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's my fresh experience. <laughs> it's beautiful. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. <laughs> trying to steal organs. <laughs> <laughs> and there I was, I just I just had all of the alcohol, right? All of um, them. All of them. All yeah. of them in existence. Yeah, like <laughs> you know um uh is it rum? I've had all of the rum. Um, <laughs> all of it. You know uh, whiskey? I've had all, all of yeah, the whiskey. Um You seem very that, unsure that, about this. That, That's a microphone is that a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I'd had I'd had all of the I was just like and I got so sort of drunk I was like you know that thing when you're drunk right and you just sort of fall off the pavement I'm like you just so funny um, <laughs> and, and there I was I sort of fall off the pavement and I was I was always sort of stumbling about and there I was and then and then you never guess what right. Um, my friend went in, I was in this, uh, I was in Fever actually, it's funny to mention it, um, and while I was there I was sort of like, oh I'm so drunk, and I was sort of saying to him, look at me, aren't I drunk, sort of wave my limbs about because I couldn't control them properly, because that's what happens when you, you, you drink all the time, isn't it, isn't it, nice. <laughs> and when so I start thinking like, and, oh I'll tell you what else I did, I phoned all of my ex-girlfriends <laughs> and said to them all, oh, oh boy, I still love you all, and they were all like, Thanks. How many is how many is all of your ex girlfriends? Oh, um, well, I okay. Greta Gerwig doesn't count, Robbie. <laughs> I've got I've got all 151 now, um, but at the time, <laughs> 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 yeah, you're from being muted. At the time, I hadn't involved a couple of them. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I I rang up. Oh, it was just it was just chaos. I was there in fever. Um, and then I, my friend came back with me because I was with my friend, right? I've got loads of friends, just like so many friends, like not just these guys, like so many friends. Um, and she came back and she said to me, I've got this great guy. He's going to have a threesome with us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said yes. <laughs> and he never turned up. <laughs> I saw him later on running down the street. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was watching that, and suddenly, sort of, it was maybe like half eleven or something, 
uh, coming in the second half of the film, when suddenly Ben bursts in through the door and says, I think I might have just headbutted James, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, oh, shit! Oh, that's a story. Oh, that night. <laughs> that's the time I headbutted James. <laughs> Would anybody like to hear that story? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, should we, should we do it from a, a different viewpoints? You you go first for your viewpoint. Okay, so now, uh, as many of you that will have been uh, students before will be aware, there is a terrible and beautiful night that is called... What's it called? Carnage. Carnage, that's the one. Um, So me and Ben were out on Carnage, and we were at the... Basically, what it is, is you go to various clubs and pubs and whatnot in Derby, and you move through them in sort of a great herd, and you've all got these shirts on. Just everybody gets really drunk. It's a lot of fun. So there we are. Um, and we're all in Walkabout, which is the first one. And somebody comes up to me and goes, hey, have you seen Ben anywhere recently? And I say, no, I haven't seen Ben anywhere recently. And we're looking around And he pulls off his mask and says, it's me, Ben. <laughs> I was here the whole time. We're paying any attention. So we're looking around for Ben. We can't find him anywhere. And then who should ring my phone but Ben? And Ben says, James, where are you? I'm in boutique. <laughs> which is now Moomoo uh, for, uh, for the new freshers. Um, so I'm like, Ben, why have you gone to boot? We're all still in walkabout. Why have you gone there? And Ben shouts really confused. I've just bought a fishbowl and hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. And we're, and we're standing, we're, we're just waiting around. And I assume I will probably gravitate his way back there some way. He'll, he'll come back to us. He'll, he'll return like a homing pigeon. <laughs> so there we are. And, and we're stood there and we're waiting for Ben. And about 20 minutes after I've made the phone call, I turn to the side and I see Ben just evidently smashed and storming towards me. And he's coming up to me and, I'm like, and I, I, I begin to say, oh, hi, Ben, how are you doing? But before I can get even his name out of my mouth, Ben comes up to me and without a word, headbutts me <laughs> and square in the fucking face. <laughs> okay, here's my perspective. <laughs> great time, I go for a wee, I come out and I, I can't find anybody, everything's disappeared I heard people talk about them they were still oh, okay. hey, my, already hey, 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 my perspective <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, I couldn't find anybody but I heard talk earlier that people were going to boutique, I was like oh, they must be there so I, get, so, so I go to boutique and sort of like, saddle up, I get, get a fishbowl and sort of like, so I'm going to find them I'm going to drink the fishbowl to myself, that's what fishbowls are made for, and uh, I'm going to find them and I was like, where are they? So I phoned James, and for those of you who don't know James, James has got an answer phone message. Oh. <laughs> James has got an answer phone message where, 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 where it starts him saying, hello? Sorry? I can't hear you. Yes. Single best course. idea I've ever had. After pretty much a whole minute of that, it's sort of like, uh, it's not me, it's my answer phone. Ha ha, treat He says before that as well, only on Tuesdays. And that's yeah. the bit that always makes me really... It's one of my, the things that annoys me most. Yeah, we all fucking hate you, And every time I ring James, I have to say, is this actually you? Because if not, I am going to throw my phone in a river. See, the, the, Even if I'm not near a river, I'll drive to a river and throw my phone in it. That's how frustrating I am. The interesting thing Can about... Can you drive? Is that no! <laughs> I'll learn to drive, go to a river, and throw my phone in it. I'll, no, okay... First, I have to acquire the money. So I'll work for like six years to acquire the money to buy a driving lessons and a car. And then I'll go to 
drive, go to a river, and throw my phone. That's how annoyed your answer machine message makes me get. <laughs> the weirdest thing about which, my answer machine. what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> like, the weirdest thing about my answer machine message is that it, it has gotten so into the psyche of the people that usually ring me that whenever I answer the phone and it's actually me, and I say, oh, hello. I'm usually met with silence. So I hear this answer phone message is quite long before he does a reveal at the end of the answer phone message. I'm quite drunk, so I have an entire conversation with his uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and 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 um, I, I'm sort of like, I, I, at first I think it was a bad connection, so I hang up, hang up, phone it again, get through the whole thing, and because I'm so drunk, I don't notice it's the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realise that I've been duped, I've been tricked. Like, wait a second, James is a fucker. And then, uh, and then uh, I, I actually, I actually get hold of you. And I'm, I'm obviously I'm really angry at this point because your answer phone message actually hit fully, fully in the range you were in your voice. So so I abandoned the fishbowl, uh, left uh, some some poor uh, poor scamp to uh, to drug it and waste the drugs on it, thinking it was someone someone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who, who else has been drunk and not out? I have. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> um, so I come back and I say, oh, I got a hold of James. Find it's a walkabout. I walk up to him like start seething because I think it's just wrong me, even though it's a pre-recorded message. <laughs> My brain still gets the sort of uh, the, the same the same drunken gears that are working when I when I run away from a potential freezer. And then <laughs> and then I walk up to James and headbutt him. And then um, I think the headbutt must have like put me in a sort of semi like lucid state, and I was like. I'm ashamed of what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's went straight home and went to bed. Is this going to be the final word of the show? Yeah, okay, so, Ben, final word of the show. What are memes? <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much for the scene. Thank you. Thank you, Bob and Miss George. Thank you all of you for coming. Thank we'll you. See you in November. <laughs> Thank you very much. And we'll also see you in the bar as we drink with you. Please approach us and buy us drinks. <laughs> Thank you all Please. for coming. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you enjoyed that rundown episodes 51 to 64. The next one's running through from 65 through to the end of the year. Shall be up very soon. Um, there are some bits, of course, we missed out. I, just for my own shame, because I was the one editing that down, didn't include the one where I sent a stalkerish letter to a female rugby referee didn't include that but it's in episode 60 there's plenty more bits if you do have any particular favourites then why not email us things at verbaldischarge.co.uk visit our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash verbaldischarge tweet us at verbdisradio um, or visit the website verbaldischarge.co.uk um, all of these things are lovely things for you to do why not go and do them right now and have a great time doing them in the meantime we're going to go and edit down the next part, which should be up very soon. And we will see you soon. In the meantime, final word of this part of the show is flubber.